Methodist Church and to those viewing online. Please stand if you are able and join in singing the hymn of wel welcoming A Mighty Fortress is Our God, number 26.
Turn to the back of the bulletin for the announcements. The charge announcements on August 6th, we will have the circuit rider surface service uh, at 9 a.m. at Dunlow for prayers, then to Beaverdale for the sermon, and then to Sidman for communion, followed by a covered dish outside under the pavilion. So there's a, it's kind of one service and it's at three locations. So please plan on attending that. Are there any other announcements this morning? That service was planned because it'll be our first Sunday as the Global Methodist Church. Because we will become that as at noon on August the 1st. So the first Sunday in, in August, we'll celebrate that by having this uh, circuit riders, because this is what they used to do in the old days when they rode horses, of these three churches, ending with our uh, covered dish dinner at the pavilion. There are no other announcements. Let us stand for the affirmation of faith. And this will be a responsive reading from Psalm 13. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God, Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him, and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord of praise, for he has been good to me. Please be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, shield of the oppressed, hear us as we pray for the friendless and the lonely, the tempted and the unbelieving. Be merciful to those who suffer in body and mind, to those who are in danger or distress and who have suffered loss. Let your love surround the infirm and aged. Be especially near to those who are passing through the valley of death. May they find eternal rest and light at evening time. Dear Lord, we gather this morning in your presence to raise our voices to you in an attempt to bring to you our attention, to bring to you our attention, to bring to your attention our concerns. We offer prayers to the members of the law enforcement, the military personnel, especially First Lieutenant Carl Smith. We pray for firefighters and first responders. We pray for the well-being and safety for the leaders of our country, our community, and church. We pray for the safety and well-being of our youth and continue to encourage them on their walk of faith. We pray for the unsaved, the unbelievers, for them to turn their backs on their wayward ways so that they may be saved before it's too late. We ask for your forgiveness for our going astray and for choosing our way over your way. We pray for travel mercies for those people who are traveling throughout this, this summer, summer season. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. 
We pray for all the, the victims and the, the, the families of the people who, took, who were part of the mass shooting of 30 people in Baltimore early this morning. We pray for the people of our community who are dealing with, uh, with, with hardships. And we pray for all those who have lost their way. May their direction be turned around so that they are heading in the right direction. And we pray for the good health and well-being of members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that came to the spirits, to the hearts of the people while we were praying, let them take this time to say that name out loud. Dear Lord, let us bring our time of prayer to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please stand once again if you are able and join in singing the hymn of communion. Fill my cup, Lord, number 398.
God, we come before you this first Sunday in the new month of July. We thank you for this opportunity to gather, to gather together as a, uh, as a community, as a congregation, to worship you, to bring honor and praise to, to you on this, on this day. We ask that you accept these tithes and gifts and offerings that are be, being presented to you by two young people within our church today. We thank you for them. We thank you for their parents. We thank you for everybody who is here today. And we pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friends. And us three all said, Amen. Please be seated. Our scripture reading this morning comes from Ephesians, one of the books written by Paul. Uh, we're in chapter 4, verses 25 through 30, 31, is it 32? Therefore, each of you must go, must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. 
Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, we're continuing along with uh, John Wesley's uh, message, uh, his three simple rules. So back in John Wesley's day, 1700s, we find that what we are going through now, people not trusting their political leaders, a time of uncertainty, economic changing, violent protests at home, is how historians described England in the 1700s. 400 years later, we're still in the same spot. A movement rose up that changed society, changed the way people think, and changed people's lives. This powerful movement that spread like wildfire was called Methodism. Methodism, what you are part of now. John Wesley was its leader. And he told his followers, if you want to be a part of this movement, if you want to change your lives and the lives of others, then follow these three simple rules. Do no harm, which we did, we talked about last week. Do good, which we'll talk about this week. And stay in love with God, which we will talk about next week. Today we talk about the second. All the good we can do with not only our words, but with our actions, like helping the poor, feed the hungry, visit the sick, house the homeless. What we all can do, be kind, be compassionate, and make a difference. Proverbs 18:21 tells us, the tongue has the power of life and death. The words you speak could literally save a life. Hmm. Proverbs 12, 18 said, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. You might not have a lot of money to give. You might not be able to feed the poor or visit the sick. Or, or, where is it? But you can bring healing just by the words that you say. Something that simple. There's a congressional initiative to give internships to young people who were so unwanted that they aged out of the foster care system. This senator employs one such young man. One day the senator passed by the mailroom and paused and turned around. He noticed that his intern fresh out of foster care, had, had reorganized all the old files. This room has never looked so clean, Senator says. You did a great job. A few minutes later, the Senator decided to get a cup of coffee. He returned to the mailroom and found that his intern had tears streaming down his face. Son, did I offend you, he asked. No, the young man said. That's the first time anyone has ever told me that I did something good. What this kid needed most was encouragement and self-worth. And that's what he was given. 
He was older, too old to be in family care, so he had to be at least 18 or 19 years old. And he never heard an encouraging word until that senator spoke to him. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, the Apostle Paul said this, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. On the one side, we've got unwholesome talk. The original Greek word means rotten, decaying, stinky. On the other side, we've got the talk that is helpful for building others up. The original Greek word for helpful can mean good, pleasant, agreeable, joyful, happy, excellent, distinguished, upright, honorable, or healthy. If it hadn't been for this guy named Barnabas, who's referred to as the son of encouragement, the early church never would have accepted the man who became Apostle Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament. I think it's like two-thirds of the books can be contributed to Paul. Fortunately, the language of encouragement is not that hard to learn. Encouraging words can be as simple as you do that really well. How are you, really? What can I do to help? Tell me about your day, your job, your kids. What, can, what, what you said helped me. Thanks for leading. Thanks for helping. I'm proud of you. Please forgive me. I prayed for you today. I missed you. That means something when somebody says to you, I missed you. I said it to those two sitting back in the corner today. Oh, I'd like to turn around and look. Matt and Sydney. I missed them. I don't feel uh, when I come to the churches on, uh, on, on Sundays and somebody's not there, I don't feel like my week has been completed because I've missed that person. Whoever it may be, it can be any of you. I saw you yesterday at the, uh, I forget what store it was now. Oh, now I forget what store it was now. But it'll come to me. Uh, if you're not here on a Sunday, I miss you. And then I'll go home, take my two-hour nap. <laughs> There's no uh, halftime to sleep through now. I mean, the first quarter, I have to find something else to sleep through. But it's a, uh, I, I, miss, I miss you if you're, if you're not here. I, I don't feel like my, my week has been, uh, has been completed until I see everybody together, together again. It's really simple. Encouraging words are those that build up rather than tear down. I had to apply this, this Wesley rule into my teaching career with trying to encourage the this, this students. And I would get excited when they did something that I was looking for, especially the first time when they go from Mary had a little toe 
Right? Oh, don't play it that way. Come on, stop breathing. You can get through that whole thing in one breath. Go from one note to the next note. Next thing I know, they were playing, Mary had a... I jump out of my chair. Fantastic, that's terrific. Now you're making music. Now you're all set. You don't need me anymore. Goodbye. And it, uh, it helped because they started playing that. They started playing that way. Most people start off by playing one note at a time. Until they're told, no, you need to connect to notes. You don't need to breathe as often as you're breathing. Come on. Oh, what's going to happen? You're going to pass out. That's all. You'll wake up and we'll continue with the lesson. Okay? Now, think of somebody you could or who needs to be encouraged and give them some encouraging words. Do good. So now we're living with do no harm, do good. Next Sunday you'll become perfect people because we will be dealing with the stay in love with God. And then you got all of John Wesley's three simple rules down. Then the next part is to live your life by. That's that's easier said easier said than uh, than than done. So let us pray. Our eternal God. Let us remember the first two of your servant, John Wesley's simple rules. Do no harm and do good. Let us try to live our lives by conducting them by these two simple rules. Let us also consider the results that could be achieved by doing so. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. Okay, words are on the screen. We'll move now to the communion. No, let's not stop yet. Let's do this. We're going to do it a little different way today. Not a different way. The way we used to do it months ago. Might have been years ago. No, I've done it this way before, months ago. We all set? The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, God Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And so with your young, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, Gave thanks, gave thanks to you, oh, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me.
When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is the blood of my new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for sin as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. I'll ask Matt to, uh, to help me with the passing of the bread, and I'll take the juice. We're passing everything out to everybody today. before she starts playing. The blood of Christ shed for you. After you, sir, you go first.
The bread that's made from the grain of the earth is symbolic of the seed of life that was planted by Jesus. Take the, and eat this bread in remembrance of his sacrifices in planting this seed. The juice represents the blood of Christ. In Hebrew culture, blood is a sign of life, not death. Take and drink this juice of life and may it give you a renewed sense of Christ's presence within you. The body and blood of Christ has fed you. The holy meal of communion provides honor and glory to Christ's name. This spiritual nourishment should be taken with you and used for your own personal strength. Go forth in peace, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us now stand as we recite the Apostles' Creed. Let us begin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born in the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, but crucified, dead and buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and amen. Please be seated. Now the last hymn has been changed. It still could be the hymn of encouragement. It's America the Beautiful. I think it's 592 in the hymnal, or 596. Or well, the words are on the screen anyway. So who cares what it is in the hymnal, except me. 596, America the Beautiful. Please stand.
4th of July, as we celebrate the birth of our nation, as we go about this holiday, may we live our lives by two of John Wesley's simple rules. Do no harm and do good. Go and earn your day. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, amen. Let us bring our time together in worship to a joyful close by singing the last verse of our hymn, America the Beautiful. <laughs>